the way the whole world will begin a hesped about the claims of Kodesh is always going to be no words can describe I am not Roy to Yimaspid. This is generic. It's said many times, but probably it's never been as true as with the Chaim Dechel Tzadu Kodesh Lebrocha for every other person in the world. The world's are literally true. He was extraordinary. He was extraordinary, and he, it was extraordinary how he was miscabel on all sections of the Torah world. Great Rosh Hashivas themselves, who have a lot to say, have opinions, have a lot of Torah within them, all Nichna, Rebbe's, the Ashkenazim, the Sfadim, Hasidim, Datilumi, all sections in Klag Yisrael, of course, Balabatim as well, acknowledge this man as somebody special, unique, and, to be honest, superior. The Rishus to say, a Hesper or Divre Cyrus, we prefer to call it, is because he was a national treasure and he meant something to everyone and everyone in their own way has something to say, feels something at this tremendous and terrific loss. On Shushan Purim in Yerushalayim, when Avrech told me, it was all the more shocking because it was in the middle of the Simcha, in the middle of Sudais, all over Yerushalayim. All of a sudden, the shocking news spread like wildfire, and it was a blow. And Kriyachol Kimat, it was Nefach, Misos and Le'evel, the Simcha was blunted, blurred, and to a certain extent, taken away, evaporated, although we have to continue. Purim is Purim, and of course, Shabbos Kodesh is Shabbos Kodesh. And he said probably people in Yerushalayim felt it more because of the extraordinary contrast between the Simcha and the Avelis. And Rabbi Saiba Edsem, that to a certain extent is the theme of Purim. Purim is a theme of contrast, of extremes. Orohomon Baruch Mordechai, Nefach Evel Lesosoin. Homon, everything that he did turned over totally the opposite. Klal Yisrael in despair at imminent destruction and relief beyond our grasp at a total Yeshua, but not Stama Yeshua, it was already Mordechai's Mishnah Lemelech. They're the top dogs. These extremes, the contrast, the highlighting, the chayshach being mavchin the oil, the simcha is more extraordinary, powerful, and potent because it follows a matzah of despair, of yush, 
of sadness, of, of giving up, of depression, then the simcha is more extraordinary, more extreme. And to a certain extent, losing the Godel Ador on Purim itself, the contrast between feelings accentuated, exaggerated, and highlighted the feeling and the loss and the, the extremeness, if you like, the extraordinary extreme of Simcha and Avelus together. We spoke out, we're in the middle of a war in Europe. We're still in the middle of a plague, which again is starting to rear its ugly head in Israel again. And of course, there have never been stabbings. People have been killed, murdered, massacred in cold blood recently. We spoke out to Nakudas in the last few weeks about this war in Europe. We spoke out to the first Nakuda of what is an Odom, <coughs> what is the advance. And I highlighted it, said some incidents. Technology, civilization has advanced to such an extent, sending people to the stars, computer chips, from the micro world to the macro world. Unbelievable scientific advance, which would not be imagined even 50 years ago, 20, Kolschke 100, 200 years ago. It's a different world. But you see, the mensch is the same. The lion in the cage, the tiger, the caged tiger, that is the behemoth that is a mensch, the chayero, has civilization as a cage, let him out, is the same. How can this be happening extraordinarily in this day and age, a war in Europe, bombing who's right or wrong, bombing children, bombing hospitals, saying sentences like, if there's no Russia, there's no point to the world, the covered and the gaiva, this extreme, unbelievable to look at, if you look at it with a Musa eye, man has not advanced ki huzeh, man in the outside world. And that just highlights when trying to get a glimpse into was Vosigaven an Odom, who was a mensch, who is an Odom, what can an Odom look like? And the second point we made was Abdullah Yoda ben Baruch Mordechai, the villain Homon, the Tzaddik Mordechai. And if we look and we said the Pshat Adullah Yoda ben, one has to know that there is nothing between Oro and Baruch. We are masters of political correctness, of PC. From our Saba Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, who refused to fight Shem because of political reasons. Not arguing on Shimon and Levi, is it right or wrong, but let's not do it. We are pragmatists par excellence in Yidin, and particularly Haredi Yidin, over the years, from the Ovasak Deutschem till nowadays, have been practical and pragmatist how to survive, how to live in Golas, how to understand, never to say, never to push, never to fight, 
Never to be open, never to be a kanoi, never to say things openly, don't get involved, keep low key, bend your head, live in Golos like you ought to live and be politically correct. We are masters of that. And when everyone looks at the Megillah and says, Homo was a Russia, and if you look at nowadays the events, so Putin is Homo, and I'm telling you, he's not Putin. The West is Homo. Because Haman is Amalek, and Amalek is the Eir of Rav, and the Eir of Rav is Gematria of Das, and it's the Chet of Das, it's having too much knowledge, too much understanding, and creating a place between Adela Yoda ben Oral Aboruch. There is a Yoda between Oral Aboruch. There is Pshoro, there is compromise, not as practical. Not as a practical mahalich, but as an ideology. That already is homon. That is etzadas. That is taking porosomodai, which is raw consumerism, and making it into a shitter with Amolik. And Amolik will make things into a shitter. And when we look at democracies and the Western countries and the civilization, does it really, has it got kadusha to it? The blurring of lies, the genders, the non Adeloyod, the non Bain Oralaporuch, there's a whole world there, a world of compromise in ideology. That Baetzim is Homon. That is the Ra. And Purim is a shield to create contrast, to understand what is Baruch and what is Oru, and to realize there's nothing in between. Whether you act it out, you've got to be politically correct, but it's only as a practical dogma, not as an ideology, not as a philosophy. There is nothing between either you're on God's side or you're against God. There's no mockum rashus. There's no space in between. And there's no, I need my space, my place, etc., etc. Keep away from me. And I can think what I want, do what I want. I could create beings as I want. And I could create cultures as I want. Either or Baruch. But when I'm thinking about Reb Chaim's Eich and wondering how on earth did Reb Chaim become so important, so great? How on earth did he become the acknowledged greatest Talmud and therefore greatest Ben Torah, and therefore greatest man in Klal Yisrael, and therefore, simply put, the greatest man in the world? And let's not make Adelayoda, let's not make beat around the bush and be politically correct and compromising and nice and everyone's fine. No, no, no. He was the greatest man in the world and acknowledged as such. We're not arrogant about it. We're realistic about it. And there's now a drop, an acknowledged drop. And although every year, every time a goddle goes, is lost, Either the people of that generation say, yes, there's no one left. Happens to be now there's a drop. With Reb Chaim, there was Zichroin Lebrocha, there was a Steimer Zetzal Lebrocha, there was a Yoshiv, Zetzal Kodesh Lebrocha, etc. You had people who we can hear stories about who have that similar Gadlus, Shlemus, Yigia, Adin, Soif, etc. Now it's one Shlav less. There's a drop. He was unique and alone. 
Why would the whole world listen to him? So could be. We have a puzzle at the end of Koheles. Tells us, Soif Dovah Kol Nishma Eselokim Yiro Bes Mitzvois of Shemar Kizeh Kol Odom and Chazal tell us, Someone has Yerushalayim, it's the world is created for him. Someone has Yerushalayim, the world serves him. Someone has Yerushalayim, the world listens to him. Was it his extraordinary Yiro? Soif Dovah Kol Nishma Eselokim Yiro Bes Mitzvois of Shemar Kizeh Kol Odom That was the Odom. Kenzai, Zal tell us, but it might be there's something else that we need to understand. It's something we can learn for ourselves from this extraordinary human being, this Odom Hagodl, this Tzaddik, this Kodosh, this Torah. You will hear, and you probably heard, and you will read about Mofsim. Rukhaim is about Mofis. Many, many stories many wondrous events, and so on. Weisnicht, I don't know. We apply the same rule, we apply always. Believe every single thing, you're being foolish. To believe it can't be true, you have natia to kfira. You resent God running the world, and therefore you resent sometimes his shlichim, being in charge of the world. You have to believe a lot of things are possible. They are possible. It's such an extraordinary man. So many people, so many gedolim, anoshim gedolim, were in awe of this one man, this humble one particular man. As I said, big Rosh Hashivas who themselves have what to say, what to do, how to, how to learn Torah, big, big empires of Torah. But when it came to Chaim, who had nothing in that sense, Chaim is Chaim, Chaim is a Babel. Where does that come from? And how can we somehow learn from that and gain from that? So I think that if I want to use contrast, I will do something more unusual. I will look at the Moidor that was sent out to the shul and other people about this Hesper. There's two names over there. One is the other one is my name. I think perhaps, and that is a legitimate Hesper, because I'll say it for myself, for my experience of myself. To contrast, I'm not saying that I'm a Homan or an Oro and that's Mordechai, but the contrast to highlight the oil, to highlight, to understand where are we, where was he? And you should know Rabbi Seb was a very simple person, very unsophisticated, like his father. Pashtus, those who were there, the Leviah heard the Leviah. If you heard his son saying Kaddish, it was like someone who says Kaddish for the great-great-grandfather. He just remembered after dumbling after Lena. Whoops, I've got to say Kaddish. A very cool and casual Kaddish. You've seen, those who've seen the, the clip of him and his wife make Bechza Shacha. Where is Baruch Nothing like that. Very quick, Bechza Shacha, Omein Omein. It's a grace of Pashtus, and that is the Chazanish and his Talmidim. Pashtus, Pashtus, no show, no frack, no show, nothing. Simple. Torah is simple. And it's a very simple theory of life. But I'm just telling you my own thoughts. Some of what I'm going to say applies to many Gedolim, but all of it 
only it would apply eventually to Reb Chaim. What is the real mythos, in my opinion, about Reb Chaim? I just drove back from Telstone. I'm in a car. Now, if I take the whole Indian of driving a car, to drive a car, you have to get a license, which is a waste of time if you're looking at Torah, learning Torah. You have to sometimes sit in a car with somebody who's not so pleasant, maybe sometimes next world. You have women in the back, no? You have to know, you have to get a license, you have to fill it with petrol, you have to know how to drive a car. Now, Rebchaim doesn't know anything, didn't know anything about a car, not how to drive it, not how it works, not the make, not the speed. And when you're driving a car, you can't think in learning because it's dangerous and you could see things you are not to see. The whole moment of me driving a car is not in Rebchaim's world, not in his lexicon. And then I go and eat some food tonight. And do I make myself a cup of tea? Did he know how to make a cup of tea? Does he care if it's English tea, if it's Israeli tea, tea with Soski's tea, how much sugar you put in it, and so on and so forth? Does he have a, a bichlal havana about a restaurant anywhere in the world? Does he know what a restaurant is? Has he sat in a restaurant? Does he know the name of a restaurant? Does he know the name? Would he know what a football is? Does he know what a football is? Did he know what a football is? Does he know Kolschkein, a football team, Kolschkein, a football player, Kolschkein, a tournament, a competition? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Every single element almost of my life. And we try and learn, we try and teach. But Havanas, moralities, we try and take Torah and change our default view of the world. What is good, what is bad, what is moral, what is immoral, what is beautiful, not beautiful. There was an extraordinary man in the world who had no default Havana of the world at all. His default understanding of what a ball is comes from a Gemara in Shabbos. His default understanding of what music is comes from Torah. The good is what Torah says good. The bad is what Torah says bad. The funny is what Torah says funny. The sad is what Torah says sad. The beautiful is what Torah says beautiful, and the ugly is what the Torah says ugly. It comes just from Torah, raw Torah. Not to know roads in Benebra. I myself experienced a couple of Maisim in Dubchaim, and I'll add that in in brackets just to show you the Maisim, etc., etc., not the only story. I went to him twice. Once I went to him with a Pekoch Nevesh question, those who know my story with my daughter. There was a Shailim Pekoch Nevesh, and I interfered with his Chavrusa because it was Pekoch Nevesh we were allowed in, asked him the question, and he did not give a Maifas answer. He said clearly, this is a Shailim Pekoch Nevesh, go and ask my Shver, because that, he's, the, he's a Pesach in Aloha, Go and ask him. He didn't say, I know, or do it, it will be okay, or fine, or these other things we hear. And the second time I was by him, was another daughter was talking about, was having a certain struggle, etc., with the establishment. So Reb Chaim Kanyevsky told me when I sat with him, send her to Chuslaretz, even though Reb Chaim said everyone has to live here. Send her to Chuslaretz, they've got Chinuch there, will help, it'll work in that way. And the extraordinary Tmimus. I have a witness. My brother-in-law was host of Chaim Kanievsky 10 to 15 years every summer for two weeks. He divided his house into two. He lived in one half with his family and Reb Chaim lived in the other half. Obviously, Bechinom, they got a good kesha between, obviously, the families have a chorus of toib, etc. And he told us many, many incidents. One famous incident was when a little child of my sister-in-law 
was supposed to go on a teal, but he ran home. And my sister went home to find where he was. He was on Reb Chaim's lap, sitting on his lap. Reb Chaim was sort of playing with him and so on. But she didn't know what to do. So she stood at the door and she sort of waited till the child caught her eye. Then she gestured and the child ran out to mother. That evening, Reb Chaim tells his wife, this is Maisa Shoyo, because I heard from my brother-in-law, Maisa Shoyo, tells his wife, what's going on with our daughter or daughter-in-law? I can't remember. We didn't mechanech them. Why didn't my daughter say hello to me? That was his extraordinary tamimus in which women is which women, etc., etc. And that's a true Maisa. But nothing which wasn't to do with Torah was of any interest. Only Torah, and only how the Torah saw it, and doing it yoimon velayla for years and years and years and years and years, you'll all read, you'll all know this extraordinary story. How many times finish us? How many times finish Shami? How many times finish Kisvi Arizal? How many times the Ramchal? How many times finish Shulchanoch? Tosh Shulchanoch? How many times finish Chumish Rashi? How many times again and again and again? On and on and on and on and on and on, all the time, all day, every day, with no pause. Unbelievable, Mephis. Extraordinary devotion just to learning Torah. Klal Yisrael have a chush to find out who their G'daylim are. There's always a chush, a chush hareach, the G'daylim used to say. We know who our G'daylim are. But this man, this Kodosh, this Malach, this humble man lived in a humble dira in Bnei Brak. No covered, no gaiva, no shtela, no job. Not in charge of yeshiva, not a rov, not a dayan. Just an avreich be'etzem, sitting and learning Torah all day long, again and again and again and again, all the time. Total devotion, no diversion, nothing else other than Torah. This is something that created such a godl, the gear, the understanding of the world through Torah itself. The Reb Chaim was a bechina of a Torah in that respect, that he needed a pirush on him. In order to get things out of him, what are happening in this world, you have to have a pirush, and sometimes you need a chosh pirush and a proper pirush. Sometimes the pirush can be wrong as well. Because he was raw time. He was only, only, and that's all. Nothing else other than that. Of course, with mitzvahs and so on and so forth. Rebbe of the Rebbe's. Torah of the Torah's. And the world got to hear of it. And it's been going on for years. When I came to Yeshiva, his games were Torah games. His humor was Torah humor. When I came to Yeshiva, we're talking about 45, almost 50 years ago already. The, the games the Stiebel used to play with his son on Purim. What was the Kendal? How many times say Rovo or Shechita? How many times say Shochet in Chulim? Both go through it quickly in their minds, come out with different answers and challenge each other. That was the games. And all the games you've heard, how he played with his children, etc., etc. It's all Torah. It's all pure Torah. And this is a Mephis. This is a terrific Mephis. But let's look at a Chazal. Let's look at a Chazal and see how, how do you get to that? Stay in Chazal. 
השכים אברהם בבוקר ולוקח איזה שמואל ואיזה אליעזר ואיזה ישחוק וחובש איזה חמור. which donkey? הוא החמור בין האוסרית שנברו בין השמושויס וחמור הוא נברו בין השמושויס בין השמושויס means it connected between גשמיוס ומרוכניוס that's what it means נברו בין השמושויס וישכם אברהם בבוקר ויחבוש איזה חמור והוא החמור שרוכב עליו מוישה מבואי למצרים וייקח מוישה את אשתו וספונו ויעקיבם על החמור והוא החמור שעושה בן דובי ללכו עברונו שנאמר גילי מאוד בסציון, הרי בסישלים, הנה מלכך יבוא אליך צדיק ונוישו הוא עוני רכב על החמור ועל איו בן אסוינוס. וחמור ואברום אבינו ומשה רבינו ולמשיח צדקנו. ואוס מיתוס. could be was a real חמור, could be. what's it telling us? so what? and therefore. And obviously the maven understands חמור represents חוימה represents material world. It represents the material world, the physical, the Geshem. And Reichem is a Shlita on the Geshem. And someone who's Shoilet on Gashmias, who's a Melech, Man Malki Rabbonon, there is no bigger Melech in the world than Rabchai Kanievsky the last few years, the last ten years, whatever it was, Rabchai Kanievsky was the Melech HaOilom. Man Malki Rabbonon, my Hani Rabbonon, was sitting and learning, but he was Shoilet on Gashmias. He did not have any draw whatsoever to physical things, bichlau. His heart, his lave, his desire, his koichas, his neshama, his nefesh, was not in this world without physicality, and he wasn't. He wasn't one of these perushim type of kadoshim, etc. He wasn't a frumer. But everything he had was just desire, love of Torah HaKadosh, and just, just learn. Just learn. And of course, he was, he was Zoycha to serve Klal Yisrael, answering thousands and thousands of Shailas. But the extraordinary Hasmada and the way that he couldn't waste a minute, he didn't even want to say shit, which would take two minutes to prepare, and so on and so forth. Just learn. That became his all. That became him. That, he is the Torah. He was the Torah. He was the Torah as we know it, his Vanem, and it was just Torah, pure Torah, raw Torah, and nothing other than Torah. Nothing else was interesting. When he asked his father, when he was first Shonu Rishonu, he had instructions, and he had to have instructions because he meant to find the Shidduch. On the Shidduch, he was sitting at the bus stop learning, and he didn't turn up. They had to go and fetch him. His father said, go and find him, probably at the bus stop, etc., They had to go and fetch him to the Shidduch. But in Shona Rishoyna, when, when he and his wife, he didn't know what to talk to his wife about. What's he going to talk about? You have to talk to your wife. Is that Shona Rishoyna? You have to talk to your wife. He went to his father. His father, going, Tzadik Yisraelim, the stipler, Zechit Tzadik Kodesh Revocha, told him, what does your wife do? She's a Manal Cheshbon. She's a bookkeeper. So learn with her, Ezuneshech. Meaning, you've got a lot of questions, Ezuneshech, about rivers, about interest. She knows about interest. She's a bookkeeper. Talk about interest with her. And Rebchang said, Gvaldik, smile. Oh, there he goes. Torah. He understands maths of Torah. The maths of Torah is Ezra Nesha. That's what we'll understand. Extraordinary Kiddush, HaKadosh Berzah, Levon, etc. Fantastic massive. It's all Torah. Any diversion of a Torah is not interested. It's not in his mind. And you have to understand. You become a god like that because Bimetzius. A person could be a Balchubach. A person has no shine about it. And everyone has their dog. Everyone has their Bechira. No complaints. No one's, no one's denying that. But Lemaisa, Shubha cannot bring back a minute. It can't bring back time. 
There's mechila, there's kapora. You can stand in a in a mokum gavoyad meoid in shemaim about tshuva and a kodesh baruch is mishabech by tshuva, and we can't even stand next to about tshuva. But you can't make up a minute. Doesn't help for a minute. And using every minute and every second, not wasting anything. Therefore, nothing else should be interesting. Even saying bua, because if you are mapping on seconds, that makes sense. It's a world we can't really understand until you try and do it for, for an hour, for a few hours, for a day possibly. You'd understand what is time? How, how much is it? And then two seconds and two minutes, because I use that all the time for Torah, and I can use another minute for Torah, another minute for Torah, another time for Torah, another time for Torah. Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. The keli of Torah is the Yomim, as we've said over before. And his days were full of Torah, costly, costly, costly. Anything's an immersion, there's no point to it. There's a waste. Let me do Torah, let me do Torah, let me do Torah. That's all. That person, the Moshiach, is Shailat on Chaimah. Avraham Avinu, Shailat on Chaimah, Moshe Rabbeinu, extraordinary leaders of men. Moshiach will be the one who the whole world will recognize. What did he do? Did he have rhetoric? No, he doesn't have rhetoric. doesn't say he has rhetoric. Rabbi Chaim was not a good speaker. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't a good speaker. So why did everyone agree to Avraham Avinu, that was Nesir Lekim, you're the leader of the generation? Why did everyone, Moshe Rabbeinu, how could he have this extraordinary power over Mitzrayim and bring Klai Yisrael out, bring the Torah and the Moshiach, where everyone in the world, from Alaska to Australia, everywhere in the world is going to be makid, this one person. Rhetoric, no. Charisma, no. Money, no. Covered, no. Gaiva, no. Power, no. Soldiers, no. It'll be one thing. Is he Shoilet on Choyma? Is he a Ben Taylor? He's, has he got control of the material world? Is he a melech on himself? Then he'll be melech oilum. And this man in Menebrak, Rab Chaim Zeichel Salim Kodeshil was a melech on himself. Memeli became melech on Kol Oilom Kuloi, the most important man in the world. And I'll tell you something, he was the happiest man in the world. Because when you're shoilet on that, when that's all that interests you, even, even in a physical sense, think about it. He didn't have a problem in Shaduchim. He didn't have a problem. This his wife made Panos. He sat at home. He learned. All he did all day is what he wants to do all day, which is learning Torah the whole time and not involved in anything. Anything, any knowledge we have in our minds, Mashpir ourselves, any knowledge we have in our minds takes up space. Any knowledge we have in our minds takes up time. And therefore, he ignored every single bit of knowledge, every small minimum amount, even the name of a street, how to do anything. When he was given a cassette, he wanted to know what it was. They said, you hear music. So he put the cassette to his ear. He doesn't need to know how it works. So think about it now, Rabbi Sai. Where is he now? Does it matter, Ki there that he was not involved in anything that we are involved in? That we desire, we enjoy, we have fun in, whether it's the holidays, whether it's food, whether it's material stuff, whether it's cars, whether it's views, etc. Et it doesn't make any difference. Because that minute, that second, that effort, that energy, that, that headspace, what does it matter now? Where he is. And it was Poshut. Poshut, 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 just go vital with it. No sophisticated theories over there. Just do it. 
And then you become Reb Chaim Kanyevsky, Zechat Sabi Kodesh Levrocha. As I said, the Choyshech is Mavchin Oyer. The Choyshech that I am, and I feel it and see it, leads me to recognize, but he was not. But he was not. He doesn't know what a watch is. He doesn't know how to clean this, or how to do that, or how to fix this, or how to do this. He doesn't know. I'm doing that. He didn't. He didn't use the time. Didn't use his headspace. Didn't use his energy for that. Anything, almost, except when I'm sitting and learning or doing a mitzvah, but there's a lot of times I'm not. Anything that I'm doing, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He didn't think that. He didn't feel that. He didn't use his energy for that. He didn't use his time for that. The Choyshech is Mavchin the Oyer. And far, far beyond our Hasogas and Musogim in what a Godel is. Let's think about it. What can we learn here? You know, what Reb Chaim told us, you know, we have a, a Chazal tell us that a person should be Kaveya, Itim, the Torah, Melachdecho, Arai, Vitaroscho, Keva, make Ika, the Ika, and the Tofel, the Tofel. It's very hard to be like Reb Chaim because by him, the Ika and the Tofel were both Torah. There wasn't any Tofel at all. It's all Torah. The Ikas are Torah and the Tavas are Torah. So what are you going to do? But I think that's something we need to think about. And think about it like this. Here we are, before Pesach, Shloshim Yerim Neachag, and the Shoilim Adoshim. We mentioned on Shabbos, the reason is to be Mechin. And everyone, and now, Avrechim, their wives, everywhere, all over the world, Yiddish, Raiva, are preparing, cleaning, getting ready for Pesach, being making themselves for the Leila, Seder, Leilis Kadesh Tad, the time when we've got a Shil Koima, when we are great, when we can be Medalig Horim, we can reach dagas that are impossible to think of, to believe, to have ambition for the rest of the year. We know that we can get there, Leila, Seder, and we've got to prepare, and we prepare physically, spiritually, we learn, we, we learn about the Alochas, we do the cleaning, we make the matzahs, we, we develop, we make our whole Leila Seder, and we are very well prepared. Rab Chaim didn't need really to prepare. Shloshim Yoyim. He was always holding. You could ask him anywhere but and he was holding. And there's two different musa I get from him, you know. That if you don't want to do an Aveira, Look where you came from. said it as well. And when he looked, when Mi'ayim Bos, he wasn't thinking of it, of the stipler. He was thinking of Tipos Rucho. The Makam Rima Vesaleh applies to everyone. Rab Chaim also said Oshamnu. And when I understand that this man had no other interest, no other Natiya, nothing, no knowledge about anything outside Torah, not one, one centimeter, not one millimeter, what one second, nanosecond of anything outside Torah, would still be saying Oshamnu Bogandu Gozalnu and meaning it because he was Poshut. 
have to think, so what am I saying when I say, where am I holding? Where am I holding in these things? Where am I holding? Where am I holding? And when I think of his hachona, he's ready for Leila Seder. And just before I finish, he was Godoladot, unquestionable Godoladot. And the Torah he learned and the mitzvahs and the Tzitkas and the Kedusha, we're going to miss that, all of us. He was behind to everyone. There's no group, there's no gang can claim they know Rav Chaim, he's their Rav Chaim. He was Rav Chaim of Klalisot. We're all allowed to feel, we're all allowed to say, we're all allowed to cry, we can cry. We had an hogger from the Mashkech Zichwein Levrocha, which I've enacted two or three times in the last 40 years, and that is after Hesped, about God, Lord, Lord, sit on the floor for a minute and to think, because we're all on the floor, we're all available. Not possible to do that on Zoom, but when we do stop, I would ask the Oilom, if they want to sit on the floor, at least to think for a minute, think over what, what gold we put into. We take gold out of the earth. Here we put gold back into the earth. What an extraordinary yid. When he was a boss of a dom, a man, we lost. And when we think about Hachona, and he was always muchen, always muchen, all the time in Torah, there's something, and this is the Musa of Oisai, if we can somehow make the things that we are failing and tifless that we are interested in, involved in. You know, Mabdesla tells us that Kafa Kela, the slingshot, is because a person does not change his desire, his interest, his she'ifa, his enjoyment remains with him in the Oilam Emes. And if he wants Coca-Cola and he likes Coca-Cola and he, he he works to have a Coca-Cola and he thinks about Coca-Cola. There, he will be running after Coca-Cola in Oilama MS when he'll never get there. And that's a slingshot. It could take a few million years if it is allowed into Gehenna. Not even an Oilish, it's just the Matthias. So if you think about Rab Chaim's Hachana, but he has no problem in Oilama MS. You know, we say, the Hachana for Leila Seder. The beautiful broch we say, Leila Seder Rachman, Yam Chileni Yom Shikulay Toy, Yom Shikulay Aruch, Yom Shitzadikim Yoshi Matay Sam Roshayim, Veneni Miziba Shina Viechel, Kenu Moem. Think about who Rab Chaim sitting with, with the stipulated father, with Rabbi Yoshiv's father in law, with the Chazanishi's uncle, with the Vilnagon, Rabbi Kiva Eger, Kovitz Chaim, all the Alter Rebbe's. The Gaya Rebbe, the Bishops of Rebbe, the Belzerul, everyone. Sadiqim Yoshim Matusem Roshem. You think Reb Chaim is surprised at Oilam Habo? If you lived your whole life with only one desire, this Ruchnistika desire, this was your one love, Torah, Torah, and Rabbanish Loilam, then when you go to Oilam Abbas, it's just the same. Just you don't have a body anymore. And the body is Ma'akiv. The body is Ma'akiv. And if you're shaylet on your body in this world because you're roich v'lachamoyer, 
Then in the next world, it's the same as this world. So his achona for Pesach, his achona for Ilam Havo. He lived Muchel because if that's your only interest, that's what you're going to be. That's what it is. He's there. He's there. And that's why when we saw some Korean Chaim, they called him Chaim. He's still Chaim today. He's still alive because his life over there and his life over here is the same life. Because that's what it's all about. And that's what he was all about in this world as well. What can we say? What a shock we would get. What a change. And the Ika and the Tophel, how many times do we get confused? We're confused which is Oral, which is Baruch. Maybe there's space in between. And we live our lives on that level of a materialism. We are Chamayrim. If there is Shainim, we ourselves are the Chamayrim, let alone physical world next to us, a Chamayrim. And the Rishonim are like Malachim, and he was like a Malach, we're like a Chamor. He was Roichim al Chamor. If we can take something from that utter dedication and realize that he, that's what he was, he was an Abrek sitting and learning, and Claudius Yisrael sensed the Gedolim, and he was Shailat on his Chaimah, and he just did it more and more and more, and got more and more well-known, and just the whole island just had to agree, this man is Torah itself. And we learn Torah, but he's Torah, it's become part of him, it's in his blood, it's what, what he breathes. His blood is Torah blood, it's just what he is. And what are we involved in? The rubbish, the shtusim, the mishagasim, in the physical world that became so important to us, in the civilized world, which is a which is a destructive world with no Odom left in the world. And this was an Odom. If we manage perhaps to learn a little bit about this extraordinary man and use this life, give us a chizuk to make the Ika Ika, the Tofu should stay the Tofu. To learn Bissumet, to enjoy the learning. That's all he enjoyed. That's what he wanted. So that was it. So therefore his whole Neshama, his whole essence of being is that. Let's make it more Torah. Let's learn more Torah. Let's become more spiritual. Let's become less physical. As Hashem bring a Ula and the Mesim who are Chaim at the moment will be able to see them again because it will be Mesim Bila Hashem Elokim Mavis Lo Netzach Mocha Hashem Elokim Dima Mial Kol Ponim Noima Omein.